0: Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome again to Outer Space Outcast. I am your host, Madeline Grace. I am writing this episode from the warm state of Florida, where I am on vacation, and I hope everyone had an amazing holiday break. We are just beginning to get into the Christmas season, and I am beyond ready. My Christmas tree has been up since October, so please don't judge me. I love the winter, and pine-scented candles, and Christmas lights, and staying inside. I love this time of year. Take this time to be with the people you love because that is very important, especially in today's world. I know I say this every time, but thank you so, so much for listening to today's episode. I'm grateful for you all and I send you all so much love. If you listened to my last episode, I briefly introduced the history of ETs or extraterrestrials in the United States, and today I'm going to dive a little deeper into that. I think it's important to mention that most of this information is not talked about very often. For reasons I may never know, however, this information is documented in ancient cultures all over the United States as well as the world. It would be foolish of us to disregard this information as false or to say that these were just stories. For the people that lived during these times, their experiences were real. It is not fair of us to say otherwise. Scientists believe our universe is 13.8 billion years old. ...while our Earth is only 4.5 billion years old. Wrap your head around that one. Our Earth is old. So much has happened on this planet and in this universe... ...and we are just beginning to get a glimpse at what actually happened on our Earth since its creation. Newsflash, a lot of beings were here and a lot of them may not have been human. It can be easy for us to say that these were just stories because we were not there to witness it ourselves... But the same could be said for a lot of situations. Take the pyramids of Giza or Stonehenge, for example. Scientists have been baffled by these areas for generations. Even they will tell you they do not truly know what occurred at these sites, but they do know that intelligent beings created these sites for a reason. We are just beginning to grasp what occurred at these, what occurred at these sites. And the more that we open our minds and expand our consciousness and awareness, the more we will begin to connect the dots, so to speak. In the last episode, I mentioned the Serpent Mound in Adams County, Ohio, the Kivas at Chaco Canyon in New Mexico, and the Bighorn Medicine Wheel in Wyoming. These areas, like the pyramids, have documented proof that contact was made with beings that lived on Earth and beings that came from the sky. Even though these ancient sites all occurred hundreds to thousands of years ago, there is still much we can learn from them. Even though these sites are a piece of the past, they can help us understand the future. If beings truly did come from the skies to help aid humanity or teach humanity, who's to say this won't occur again? What if one day we look to the future, or one day in the future, we look up and see ships sitting in our skies? What if instead of assuming these beings on these ships meant as harm, we extended a hand in peace? What if these beings are simply waiting for us to be ready in order to establish contact? What if they're already here? There are many open-ended questions that people seem unable to answer. Many people are driven by fear, and to be fair, people fear what they do not understand. It is not that they want a negative outcome, it is just that it's easier to prepare the human mind for a negative situation rather than be let down if it does not go the way you want. It is normal to be afraid, but it is up to us to decide for ourselves what we are afraid of instead of what other people are telling us to fear. I promise you if you sat down and meditated and began to heal yourself and love yourself, you would develop an understanding of this universe that extends beyond your physical being. You are connected to everything around you and in this universe. You can learn that fear can easily be overcome. Begin to ask questions about yourself and your place in this universe. You might just begin to understand life beyond this earth is not that different from us. What if I told you our society has used fear to establish a sense of order? What if we have been conditioned to believe that extraterrestrial contact will bring war and that these beings want to take over our government and destroy humanity? Don't you think that if this was true, and that they would have done it by now? There is proof that these beings have been around for thousands and thousands of years. And these ancient civilizations talk about friendly contact, not contact that ended in violence. If there is one thing I ask that you you take away from my podcast, it is that you hold on to the idea that humans are a very young species, and this means there is much we do not understand, so therefore, I ask that you be open-minded. Question absolutely everything you see in your physical reality. Have an open mind, and it will make the transition into this new age easier. And what I mean by new age is the age that we venture into space. Space is our evolution. I mean, it's inevitable. Virgin Airlines changing to Virgin Galactic. Hello? However, we can either learn from beings much more advanced than us, or we can listen to humans that still live in the third dimension or reality and are driven by fear. The choice is up to us, and we have to decide as a collective to live by fear, to live by love. I will tell you right now, these highly advanced beings that exist in the fourth dimension and beyond do not live by fear. Fear simply does not exist outside of the third dimension. Is it really so hard to believe that these beings are simply waiting for the time we are open-minded enough and instead of fearing them, we shake hands and create friendships? Once the collective decides I choose to not live in fear. I understand there is much more that exists beyond this 3D dimensional physical reality. I choose to be open-minded and accept others with love. Love is a common theme here, people, if you haven't noticed already. People that hate others hate themselves. People that love themselves and love others do not have room for hate in their lives. I want you all to understand that hate is a very low vibrational emotion that only exists in this reality. Once you wake up and understand that all this universe really is, is energy and love is the highest vibrating emotion, you will begin to understand that fear is controlling you. Let go of the fear and let the love in. When this occurs, you see everything more clearly. When this moment occurs on a global scale is when we will have contact. This contact will be similar to what ancient civilizations documented. Ships will appear in our skies, this is inevitable. However, it is up to us how we handle the situation. Like the ancient sites, we will learn from these beings. They will help propel humanity into the next step in our evolution, just as they have done for millennia throughout Earth's history. I have told you about a few ancient sites that document ET contact in the United States, but what about other parts of the world? No matter what religion you are believe in all over the world, most document or mention a great flood that covered the earth, and once it was over, humanity began anew. You see the great flood in texts that are older than the Bible. Genesis is the oldest known Sumerian flood tale that comes from Mesopotamia. The most famous in today's day and age is the story of Noah and his Ark that is found in the Hebrew Bible or the Christian Old Testament. The Great Flood was also documented in ancient Greece, ancient China, and the Maya of Mesoamerica. The reason I bring up the Great Flood is because it ties into what we talked about in the last episode. These ancient sites all over the world view these star beings as teachers and powerful advanced beings that helped them in a time of need. The Great Flood was said to create a clean slate for all of humanity, but maybe humanity had help. The next bit of information was spoken by Robert Clotworthy, most commonly known from the History Channel. In central Turkey, Derikuyu is an ancient, fully functioning subterranean city that exists 60 meters below the ground. It was first discovered in 1963 and was believed to house over 20,000 people. This city is evidence that people were really forced to live underground at one time, most likely as a result of a cataclysmic event. This city was built around 9000 BC, and archaeologists believe that this city may have been built to assist as a refuge for humanity. Many people believe that this city was created with the help of extraterrestrials to assist after the Great Flood. I know it sounds crazy, open mind, remember? Darren Kuyu is just one of the many ancient civilizations around the world that seemed to provide refuge from the Great Flood. Over 10,000 man-made caves were found near Nepal, located in the Himalayan mountains at an elevation of 14,000 feet. These caves were carved into sheer cliffs, and archaeologists believe they date back more than 3,000 years, but failed to give any inclination to how these people would have gotten up to them or gotten access to them, let alone create these caves. These caves are known as the Sky Caves or the Mustang Caves, and I highly recommend you look them up because they will blow your mind. Even more baffling are the Husan Grottoes in the Anui Province of China. These are the largest ancient man-made caves in the country. These caves contain stone rooms, bridges, and pavilions. Archaeologists have no idea how or why these massive caves were even created, yet they do exist and are mind-blowingly massive. It's like scenes out of a Lord of the Rings or Hobbit movie. Could these ancient caves have been built by extraterrestrial beings from outside our Earth to help provide refuge to people here on Earth after a massive flood, so that, many, that all these ancient civilizations document? To bring this episode to a close, we loop back around to Arizona in the United States. Last episode, we discussed the Hopi people that document contact with beings they called star people shown in the forms of cave art and rock carvings or petroglyphs. They show that these beings, which translate to ant people, helped the Hopi survive major cataclysms. They mentioned one by fire and one by water being the great flood. These ancient carvings show that the ant people helped the Hopi down into caverns and helped them survive. What archeologists find even more fascinating about these ant people is what they are called in Hopi. The Hopi word for ant is Anu, and the Hopi word for friend is Naki. Together these translate these translate to Anunnaki or ant friends. Sound familiar to anyone? The Anunnaki interacted with the Hopi for centuries. This story of the Anunnaki by the Hopi ties in with the Bible as well as Sumerian mythology. It is important we learn about these ancient civilizations and sites as well as their history. It is time we recognize our place in this universe. We are really just beings of energy on this planet having a physical human experience. There is much, much more to learn. Overcoming fear is the first step. Once you recognize your power as a divine being, the things you once feared fade away into nothing. Fear is not real. It is the idea of something you don't understand that you are afraid of. None of it is real. So what is real? You have to look within yourself to find that answer. And I promise that all you wish or desire to know is and has always been within you. Release the fear you have surrounding the possibilities of this universe and let the love in. Look at fear as your inner child that needs reassurance that everything will be okay, because it will be okay. It's time to remember our divine nature as human beings and shed the fear. Let's learn from our history and embrace the future with open arms. I hope you all have a wonderful week and thank you so much for listening to Outer Space Outcast. Until next time.